So it's your twin brother? Yeah, we got the same birthday. You say it every time, I think. Yeah. That's really your man's. Yeah, me, him, and Tiger. <laughs> oh, that's that's like the greatness. The greatness. Yeah. Being, huh? That's why people got to stop playing with my body. <laughs> what? Stop playing with your body. Mm-hmm. What does that even be? Who knows, bro? Stop playing with my body. Niggas know my body, man. All right. We surrounded by goats. Ready to rock? <laughs> yeah, let's get it. Oh, my God. Is that the faces of the future? It's another Monday. How y'all doing today? It's Sanjo on the ones and twos. the days on the boulevard I landed. We used to kick routines and the presence was fitting. It was I, the abstract. And me, the five-footer. I kicks the mad style, so step off the Frankfurter. Yo, fight if you remember that routine. That way used to make spiffy like Mr. Clean. Um, um, a tidbit, um, a smidgen. I don't get the message, so you gots to <laughs> okay. run the pigeon. you're on point five. All the time, tip. You're on point five. All the time, tip. You're on point five. All the time, tip. So then grab the microphone and let your words rip. Now here's a funky introduction of how nice I am. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. I'm like an energizer, cause you see I last long. My crew is never ever whack because we stand strong. Now if you say my style is whack, it's where you're dead wrong. I slay that body and El Segundo, then push it along. You be a fool to reply the fight is not the man. Cause you know and I know that you know who I am. A special shout out piece goes out to all my pals, you see. And a middle finger goes for all you punk MCs. Cause I love it when you whack MCs despise me. They get vexed, I will next, cause none can test me. I'm just a fight MC who's five for three and very brave. A lot to discuss today. A whole lot discuss. I come correct and full effect of all my holes in check. Somebody gotta explain some shit, and it's not me. They said I'm on the hot seat today, but we shall see. How y'all doing out there today? Just clean out your ears and just check the word. Check the time, Check the time. You know who had a crazy freestyle of this? Huh? You know who had a crazy freestyle of this? Wale. <laughs> nah. He did. Did he? He did. Did he really? Yeah. I played for y'all. Stop playing with me. Yeah. What'd you say? I played for y'all after this. Freedom of jail, clips inserted, a baby's I'll just believe you. Time a man is murdered, the beginning and end. As far as rap goes, it's only natural. I explain my plateau and also what the fun. Some of y'all too young for this. The times have changed. I know I am. But hardcore, my signs for pain. I spent time in the game, kept my mind on fame. Saw things shoot up and do lines of cocaine. Saw my close friend shot, flatline in my same. That depends, carry Mac 10s to practice my aim. On rooftops, tape CD covers the trees. Line a barrel up with your weak picture. Street scriptures for lost souls in the crossroads to the corner thugs hustling for cars that cost dope. We just vibing in the morning. Living large, taking it light, pushing big toys, getting nice, join your life is what I'm ready to pie. How about y'all? Few tried to take it, built tied around their neck and jail cells naked. Heaven and hell, rap legend, presence is felt. And of course, NAS are the letters that spell. Moose was on high seat, you? Half man, half amazing. 
God, is that the faces of the future? Welcome to episode 79 of the Faces of the Future podcast. It's your boy Mills. It's your boy Shan. Ice Cold Moose. What's good, yo? Who? Ice Cold. Ice Cold. Damn, bro. Nigga had like 18 names since we started the pod. Not for right. real. Yeah, I'm cool. All 2022, I'm cooling now. I thought you, I thought you was gonna rock the the beanie, the do you was rocking on the, on, on air. What? You pulled up. I thought you was gonna have the do you. Oh the, nah, bro. You was gonna have the full juice for that. Nah, I don't need to, bro. I'm cooling, I'm cooling. Throw back to 1991. That was. You know, was in his old school bag. I was. Once again, like I said, Wiley had a crazy freestyle to that joint. Was it better than Nas's? Of course not. All right, don't matter. Then. Whoa, 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 let's relax. Let's relax because it does matter. Because it don't matter. Then. It do because Wale's freestyle game be crazy and niggas niggas be sleeping on Wale's freestyles, bro. <laughs> Who Wale? sleeps on his freestyles? I'm not. I'm not going to debate you on that one today. I'm gonna let you have it. Love it. I respect it though. I respect it. So but like like I was saying before the pod, y'all feel like Q-Tip get enough credit as a producer? I think that because because that that first Nas album, Illmatic, he was. Heavy influence on that album, and the Tribe Called Quest is legendary for their production and their sampling and the way that they put those records together. So, do y'all think Q-Tip is somebody that's even talked? You think niggas even know who Q-Tip is? That's our age. Oh yeah, nah, for sure. People know who Q-Tip is. I just think that it's one of those things. It's kind of like what I was talking about with the with the Drake and the Weekend conversation, where it's like you have people that pioneer certain things, but some people just come and they take what it is and they just turn it to something different, like. I think that if Kanye wasn't who he was, I think Q-Tip would get more recognition. But Tip learned, I mean, yay, you learn from Tip. That's what I'm saying. If Kanye wasn't yay, I think Q-Tip would get a lot more recognition for the stuff that he did. Because he, because Q-Tip is definitely, Kanye's one of one of his favorite, if not probably right. like the biggest producer he pulls from. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if it wasn't for yay pulling like, all right, Q-Tip did this, let me take, let, let me turn this into a yay thing. I think Q-Tip would get a lot more recognition, but a lot of people, a lot of young, young kids who don't really, who don't really know hip-hop like that, obviously, they're not going to really think of Q-Tip that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we always say, like, you know, like shit from the old days, if it dropped now, it would be hot. I think if the low-end theory dropped today, it would be crazy because that nowadays everybody's into the production of your album. Yeah. And the production, their, their production was next level when it dropped in 1991. That's why that shit is so, like, revered now. Yeah, I you know, think, the low end theory is a classic album. Not for, or for a fact, I think that him, I think that I, I say, I say it in a weird way, like he would, I think that it would be revered the way that Joey Badass's 1999 would have been revered. That project is like, <laughs> like I remember when that joint dropped. Like that, I think that if they dropped, then it would be one of those things where it opens up the sound. Like, all right, like let's bring this back because I think that I'll say this in a weird way. And we weren't even supposed to talk about this, but I, I want to bring another topic in after this is a music topic. But I think that the way Joey Badass came in with 1999 kind of reopened up the whole like the Mad Lib, the Mad Lib instrumentals, the yeah. MF Doom instrumentals, and even the sampling. Because Meek Mill, not for enough, Meek Mill came back a couple years later, came in with the old school samples, started using it, and that's when people started really like, oh shit, like let's flip this old school, let's flip this old school track, let's flip this, and it's like Joey, Joey, not not, not let me not even say Joey, like um, Pro Era came in and they was rapping on boom bat beats, like they rapping yeah. on Pro Mad Lib beats, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like I, I think that I think that if Low End Theory were to drop today, um, I think that it, you you right on that shin. But let me bring up another topic since we're here, real quick. Sorry. I was gonna, I want to ask you something about Joey Badass, though. Okay, yeah, ask me. So why? Did, so you like, you know how 1999 dropped? It was like it's yes. weird. As a, like, that project's amazing. So yes. Why do you think like Joey's like career didn't like take off the way like we thought it was going to? Because he is a niche rapper 
he grew like he he came out 1999 came out 2012 13 12 like 12, 12, 12 like 2012 2013 2012 I remember now. no no it was 2012 because Peep the Pop the their their pro era mixtape came out in Capital Steez that yeah so that came out um I think it's a couple of things I think it's one the fact of like he came in um he came in with a very he's one of them he was the original woke niggas. Like him and Capital Steve's where they like, yo, like we really be thinking about the government conspiracies and stuff like that. So it's like when you really think about that, anything about how his album progression was, his first album, his first album was really, really good. But then All American Badass was one of them albums where it's like it it came out one, it came out the same time that um To Pimp a Butterfly came out. So you got you got lost in a Kendrick Ooh, boy. album. Bad time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not for nothing, you had the same kind of topic of conversation. And it's like even To Pimp a Butterfly didn't really get the didn't really get the um the recognition it deserved starting just off, the, yeah. yeah starting off you know what I'm saying it so took it's like, a while for it to get like 30. yeah but because it's Kendrick niggas are like, alright it's Kendrick yeah but I mean I think I think that part of it is that that you know the, the content that he was talking about that's number one um number two also was one of those things again where um yeah he didn't want to sign to a major label so he kind of did everything individually he's trying to put the homies on um obviously Capital Steez dies Steez died as well and like they were like not for nothing they were really gonna be bigger than and ASAP and um ASAP Rocky and ASAP Ferg, you know what I'm saying? Like they were, they were in my opinion. You think they would have been bigger in what, yes. in what sense? Like the rap rapping, scene or rapping? Okay. Like Capital C, Capital C's and Joey Badass were like, to me at least, this is just my hot take. They probably would have been our generation of we of Weezy and, and Drake. Think so, bro? They have three tracks together, and all them shits is straight fire. <laughs> Straight fire, <laughs> like I like they were just dropping bars. They have um, actually, uh, let me see. Do I want to bring up that track real quick? Actually, yeah. Um, talking shit, talking shit. Literally. What's that other music topic you had that you want to ask? Um, actually, yeah. Let me just move on to that. Either way, point is they they be rapping. They really be rapping, rapping. But anyways, my next topic was I was thinking about the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, he's dropping the album. He's dropping the album. Well, by the time this drops, he dropped his album on Friday. And I was looking at his album rollout, and they brought up the concept of a world and, like, the world that he creates. And a lot of times we give recognition to The weekend because he creates these whole worlds for him. Yeah. But you know who we don't give a, enough credit to? Childish Gambino. Well, you think? I think he is. Donald? No, 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 no. Donald? We don't give enough credit to Childish Gambino. In what sense, though? Like Taking the acting, the writing out, <laughs> right? Because everyone says that, but they, they put it together. I'm talking about, let's just take his music and his rollout. Childish Gambino, in my opinion, I could be wrong. Someone else could have done it. I think he was the very first person that put himself in his album rollout in a world. He introduced us to his world. Like, he introduced it from the point of when he was talking about suicide on Instagram, stuff like that. He was introducing it from the last album that he dropped. Like, everything was connected, and he created this world of, like, a whole bunch of stuff of, like, the internet connectivity, you know, just falling in love, things of that nature. And you look at it, he had a screenplay, he wrote he wrote a film, he did all these different things. And it's like, we looking at the concept of what he did, when we look at the concept of the album, it's like, now we look at how other people create these worlds. And it's like, I'm looking at The weekend, not for nothing, The weekend is amazing. But it's like, we never really gave enough credit to because the internet. That album, I think... When Redbone me, dropped, I was blown away. No, I'm, that, that I'm talking about before that. Like, because the internet, when that dropped... That well, that was one of them albums where I thought it was looking back on it now, even though I didn't understand it now, but now understand. I think it's probably one of 
I'll, I'll consider it a classic in this oh. generation, and I will say that it would probably be one of the most important albums that we had in the past decade. I won't debate that, but I'll, well, I will say I think as a, like a creative though, he gets he gets a lot. Oh, as a as a creative, of course. Like, but like I'm saying, even like bringing people into into his world in that sense, though, like even like the oh, This yeah. Is America like music video was crazy. Yeah, that that was crazy. I was saying it from a music perspective that like. We don't really, when you study the album and when you study the type of things that he was doing, I look at that and a lot of the stuff that he did on that album, a lot of people do now, but they don't get, he doesn't get the recognition for it. But, you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. That's just my hot take because, you know, I, I love Donald Glover, but no. Okay. So let's get into it now. <laughs> let's get I'm into this shit. I'm wetting my palate because. <clears throat> he said I'm wetting my palate. Let's get Somebody into this shit. Somebody on the hot seat and his name is not Moose. <laughs> It ain't Shane either. Somebody is it, is it, is it me? It's Mills. Tell, tell me how I'm on the hot seat. Somebody yeah. said Antonio Brown was a genius for what he did on the Oakland Raiders. What, what were my words? I don't. I don't recall. You said he was a genius. You said bro. he was a genius. In what context? He's a genius though? for for how he manipulated his way out of out of Oakland hey, to get to get to ago. New England. Even though he only played one game. You're right. <laughs> if you know, right. he only played right. one game. You're right. That, that was two years ago. I mean, yeah. What do you want me to say? So let me tell. Let's talk. Let's tell the audience what we talking about in the first place. Like, let's what, talk about it. What, what happened? What happened this past weekend? This nigga dropped his pads like he was in high school football. Bro, I was at work, and I I just got on Twitter for a second. That's what I saw. I'm like, yo, what is what is going on right now? This man took his pads off mid game, mid game, shirtless on the field, threw his shit, threw his gloves into the stands. Yeah, walked into the end zone while the game was going on. Yeah, is hyping the crowd up. <laughs> Given throwing up peace signs, walks out to the stadium, tries to call an Uber from the stadium. <laughs> he was standing outside that joint in the tunnel, bro. They're not letting no Ubers a, go down there. He wasn't a fit though. He wasn't a fit. <laughs> he wasn't a fit. He though. was fly, <laughs> but it's just like he quit on the team mid game, bro. Yeah, and you can't even say that if you was his teammate, you would be in support of that in any way, shape, or form. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. So it's like up with that. You saw like Michael Evans trying. You saw Michael Evans trying to be like, "Yo, bro, calm down, like chill." Then you saw him just be like, "You know what? Fuck but, but, it." But my thing is this. My thing is this. Like, what was the cause of all that, though? Bro, they're saying that. Um, that's that's. I don't the, think anything the, crazy happened to the point where to make a man do that. Bro. You think he was just triggered by something that just. Well, they say it's a whole bunch of different shit out there. So they saying that he was saying that he was too hurt to go back in, and Bruce yeah. Arians was like, you know, get out, not like get out the stadium, take your shit off and leave. Maybe just like go sit your ass on the bench. We've all been told that by a coach before for wilding out. Okay. Period. Yeah, I've been told to go sit the fuck down. You've been told to go. I've seen it. We all have seen it with our own eyes. Us get told to go sit the fuck down. But I would never, as a contributor on my team. Take my shit off and walk away, and then expect to be at any in any way, shape, or form let back on the team. I did that shit. In high school. Hey, you know what? You know what? You did I remember when you quit, bro. <laughs> I remember when you quit. Yo, I remember that. Coach, shit. Why'd you quit? Coach, Why'd coach, you quit? Why'd coach you quit? Pete told you to do something. Moose was literally like, no. He's like, no, I'm not doing that. Pete said, take your fucking shit off and he said, get the said, fuck your out. Pads in. No, and he literally pads took in. his shit off. Shannon was like, yo, what the fuck you doing? I was like, yo, what is you doing, bro? I was like, what are you doing? He was I don't like, remember that. He, you know. I remember it that. was a defensive day. That's why. Uh, yeah, I said I don't remember that. So I remember I, that. you know, I'm on, I'm on because I only played offense. Obviously, I ain't touch defense. So I'm, I'm on. You know, I'm, I'm patrolling. Boy, I to get physical. They're like, Moose, Sen- get on Sen- Bird Dog. Oh, senior captain, fucking patrolling the sound. Like, yo, everybody, shut up and pay attention to what's going on in the field, bro. Period. The nigga Moose kept talking. 
No, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Pete that, had enough. No, you got to tell him the time you got that carry in the scrimmage. Chill. <laughs> wait, no, wait, no. Pete had enough. Hold on. Pete had enough. Came over there, which makes me look bad because I'm the fucking captain on the team. Yeah. Makes me look bad. Comes over. It's like Mustafa. What they used to call him? Mustafa. Like, stop talking. That's Pay not, attention. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. What happened, bro? This is what happened. I was sick that day. I was not feeling well. They told me. You was you was right on that. You was like, yo, yeah, y'all got y'all got relaxed because niggas was niggas was Wilding not. Out. It was, yo, it, was, it, was thanks, it was a Thanksgiving game. Niggas didn't care. Me, yeah, I wasn't feeling well. Week. They were like, yo, Mustafa, get on Bird Dog. Oh, that's that scout team. That's scout team offense. Mind you, I know how. I remember the last time I went on Bird Dog. Oh, niggas like to stick me for no reason. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know how to be going. I know how to be going. <laughs> yeah, bro. So I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not feeling well. So it was like on a good thing. Like you know what? Fuck said, it. You said you wasn't feeling well, bro. Nah, it's fucking football. So I'm like, nah, dog. I'm like, nah, fuck it. I'm not doing that because the last time he that wasn't happened, trying to hear that he's shit. The boy, he's the boy. where you do you know the drill where you like in square drill? You gotta lay on your back or whatever. He the yeah. boy go to the back of the line. Yeah. Oh no, I was never in back in the line for square drill. Mm-mm. But. Besides that, nah, I'm like nah. Anyway, like, Pete kicked him out. He was like nah. Pete told him to do off. something. He was like nah, like multiple times. Like no. He was like take your fucking shit off and get the fuck out of here. I was really like, all right. Took your shit off and left. I was like yo, what the fuck are you doing, bro? He literally left left the team. He was done. That day he was done. He got up out of there. Got up out of there, bro. I was like shit. I'm about to enjoy my Thanksgiving shit. I gotta go to Ohio anyways. <laughs> I was tight. What did, you, what did you do after that though? He went you, home, you went bro. Nigga, I went home. He went home. It was like four o'clock. Yep, he caught the four o'clock bus. Oh, yo, and went was, home. Were you on a track team the one time? Um, Rob made it there. Y'all had to run with the with the hurdles above your head. Oh my Say god! Nah, this shit triggered me, bro. Who, who made him do that, Custis? <laughs> yo, bro, so I'm like, so mad. So like we, we, we was doing like a cool wait, down. Wait, 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 let me let me know. Wait, let me tell this story because yeah, this shit this shit had me pissed the fuck off. Custis, this was like the. It was like mid season, early mid season. I get some clarity. Cuts us as a love. Anyways, excuse my mouth. But um, anyways, they were like, "Yo, when you running, don't have no phones. You know, don't don't walk nothing." And for people who know our school, the way our the way our stadium set up, you could see you could see like the cars and stuff like that. You could see the intersection stuff like that. A couple of people you know who are not varsity caught like cussed, our coach caught him walking, and not just walking. He was on his phone and <laughs> walking. I come back from my run, whatever. Like, oh, all right, bet. Yo, want to play, right? Bet. I'm like, who you talking about? Like, oh, talking about Rob Farmer. I see him, and he's still walking. Yo, we run across the gate because how people, if people know the stadium, we got cut through the javelin to the javelin area. We see him like, yo, why are you running? And why are you on your phone? Cussed this saw. He was like, all right, bet. Nah, you good. Next day, in school, he ain't say nothing to the team. Not one person. We were like, oh, nah, we in trouble today. He ain't say not one thing to us till he got to practice. Like, yo, boys, yo, you gonna pick up a hurdle? All the boys pick up a hurdle. He's like, since y'all want to sit here and play with me, I don't know what y'all should. Th- I don't know what y'all thought this was. He's like, yo, you got a workout today. You got four. You got four. You got three. No, you got four four hundreds, three two hundreds, two 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 hundreds, and one one hundred. You have to run three of the four hundreds with a hurdle over your head, and he gives the and you have to catch the girls. And he gave them a hundred and fifty meter head start. He was, oh, like, he was like, yo, he was like, yo, he's like, yo, if you don't catch, if you don't catch hurt. the fifth girl, mm-hmm. I was hurt. So I was, <laughs> I, I was chilling. If you don't catch the fifth girl, you have to run another 400 backwards. Yeah, that's crazy. <gasps> oh, he did. Y'all he was that mad. He ain't say I, nothing I don't to think us. Nothing was worse than Luda, but I mean, that's facts. Nah, but, he, but I mean, back to the AB situation. 
Um, yeah, that was a nice little breakdown of high school memories. But you know, yeah, it's whatever. I I don't support the leaving the team, bro. That's what I don't support. If yeah. you didn't agree with whatever was going on in the field, that's one thing. Sit your ass on the bench, bro, and support your team. It's about the team, bro. That was so selfish. I thought. So so why didn't the Bucks cut him then? Because uh, I think what they're trying to figure out is whether or not they can cut him without paying. Because he paid, he played most of the season, so they're probably gonna have to pay him. What I think is per- for me, I think that they trying to ride it out to the end of the season, so he can't join another team in the last week. Wait, so like in in the NFL, like after like week like what eighteen now? If he he has to go on the waivers, a team can claim him. Oh, you're true, and he could play. I think they're trying to be like, nah, you're not playing for nobody else, G. You don't get a ring regardless, though. If they want a chip. Probably. <laughs> so I mean, at the end of the day, AB can't defend. Too, it's, it's it's been too many things, bro. It yeah. was how he was acting in Pittsburgh, which is why he was up up out of there. Yeah. It was the shit when he got to Oakland with the helmet situation and all that extra shit. The the, shit. the 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 um the recording John Gruden while they on the phone. The the video afterwards yelling Grandma I'm free. Then it was the shit that when he went to uh, Tampa. Oh, oh he no, dropped the song, that. though. He dropped the song. What crazy. I know. Forget all that. He he messed up his bag. He could have had 23. He could have $29.5 million he waited in his five bag more days. If he just shut up until a Tuesday afternoon. Yep. yep. But he didn't do it. And it was the situation that he had with the trainer when he went to New England, which is why mm-hmm. he ended up, ended up only playing one game. Mm-hmm. Then it was the shit with the baby mama. You know, uh, with the driver. Then it was the COVID shit this year with the fake vaccine card. Yeah. Now you, yo, it's it's like, yo, it's too much, bro. It's just, too much. Like like people were saying, if you were like a, a Josh Gordon who has an addiction issue but is trying and is trying to fight through his addiction and is a good guy, you put your arms around that. Shit like this, can't, I can't support it, bro. He's a doofus, bro. I can't support it, bro. And as good as a player as he is, I can't support it. He's a doofus. Period. Do you think any other team will try to pick him up? Career done. Nah, someone. Nah, someone. In the, someone. 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 On, someone in their division gonna pick him up if he drop him. I just. That's why I think I don't think they try. They try and cut him. It's either that or they're not. It can only, that it could or only they're be not a team in the mix at this point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If they do that, it's going. It's going to be a problem. I also think that it's that, and I don't think that they're trying to pay him if they were to cut him. That makes sense. It's yeah. one of those two options. Yeah. So we they know something that we don't know. Another team yeah. from their division gonna try to pick them up or conference. I mean, but. I mean, hey. he effed up. If that, if that was the hot seat, I'm good. You good? If that was the hot seat, I'm good. We had to bring him because you called him I, a genius. Yeah, that was that was wild. And I said it too. I'm like, yo, like no genius gives up 29 million dollars, bro. Yeah, even then, I was like, bro, he just fucked his bag up. That's not genius. Move. That's not that's not genius, bro. <laughs> it's not genius. Move. Like not, it's, not, it's not one of my better comments. It's okay. You know we all had him, but I had plenty. Respectfully, I've had plenty. Some and then some other news. Um, the New York City Governor, um, Eric Adams, Adams is on the hot seat. Um, yesterday Adams addressed, addressed, um, New York and he said low skill workers like cooks, messengers and Dunkin' Donuts employees don't have the academic skills to sit in the corner office. Mm-hmm. Um, when talking about COVID, he went in on it for like a good five yeah. minutes. We'll play the audio, but it's, it's a little lengthy. Um, but how do you guys feel about him calling those workers low skill level, not having like the skill set to, I find to it sit I, in the corner office, things of that nature. I find it ironic because you know a year or two ago we was taught we were championing these people how great that they were for working through the pandemic, and now all of a sudden now it's like oh they don't have they don't have the intelligence to do certain things, and it's like I'm pretty sure 
quote me. You, y'all can tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure there was a president that actually no. Let me double check that because I don't want to say the wrong thing. But I'm pretty sure there was a president or somebody who was in office. There have been plenty of people who have been office that don't, that didn't go to school or that didn't get like a, a law degree or anything like that. Like, so my whole thing is like, what do you qualify as someone who's not qualified to sit in a court in a corner office? Because last time I checked, politics. You learn like most of the stuff that you talk about, you learn anyways. Like they give you training on that stuff in local office. Like I have training on stuff when I was working in local office. So it's like, what are you really talking about? Where it's like, oh, you don't have you don't have the skills to do certain things. Like talking to people and managing things is a skill for people. And if you think that because someone works at Dunkin' Donuts, they don't have the skills to sit in an office, you don't deserve your you don't deserve your seat, my G. Like not for nothing. Like that. that was I understand a wild what take. he was trying to say. But the way he construed it and said it was all wrong. Even like what he wrong. was trying to say was is that because of these people's jobs and probably their resumes, they're not going to be qualified enough in an interview session to meet the criteria of the job of a corner office that's probably a little bit more secure than what they're working at now. So what he was trying to say was, you know, we need to keep things open so that these people can have their jobs so that they can um, earn a living wage so that they can pay their rent and survive. But the way he worded it was all wrong. But I still yeah. disagree with that, though. But it brings up a good debate because there are a lot of people that say, you know, somebody working at McDonald's or somebody working at, you know, Dunkin' Donuts, like he said, shouldn't be making $15, $16 an hour. But those are the people that make the world go around if you really think about and, it. And, and I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? I so agree with that. I feel like they deserve to make... A livable wage. A livable wage. Yeah. But, but it's not even just that. Because my whole thing is that if that's the case, then let's take retail, for example. Most of these retail people, you fold in clothes, but that's not the only stuff that you're learning. There's a reason why. There's a reason why. Like, I'll take the sweatshop again, for example. Uniqlo. I'll use Uniqlo, for example. If you worked at Uniqlo and I worked at Uniqlo, you would have called that shit the sweatshop, too. But that's besides the point. But it's like stores like Uniqlo, where you sit here and they teach you certain things. You're not really learning Excel or nothing, but you're learning stuff where you can run a department store. And they always have you move up. And that's the whole point of even at McDonald's. You learn all those skills and you eventually move up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like for him to even say that, like, I understand where you're coming from, but it's like all that stuff. Like, the whole point of you being a manager, you being certain things, you should be able to do everyone else's job good, if not better, than those people. That's just my opinion of a manager. It's the same thing with an area mm -hmm. manager. You should be able to do everyone, all the lower people's jobs better than they can. So are you agreeing with the guy, what he said or not? Nah? No, because my whole thing is all about training because you move up in those types of things. It's like, I guess But then I'm you have the other side of it that will say, like, working at McDonald's isn't supposed to be a living wage job. You know what I'm saying? Minimum wage job, you said? A, 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 like a livable wage job. Like, you're not yeah. supposed to be able to afford living in New York, working at McDonald's. I mean... You know it, what I'm saying? I mean... Yeah, I, I, so there's that side of it, it too. It, it, like, it depends, though. Like, I feel like if you're offering a job, like you should be able to... If it's a full-time job, like, it's, it should be a livable wage job. You're putting in 40 hours. Yeah. You should you should be paid accordingly. Accordingly, my opinion. That's, that's just my personal you. opinion. I feel like, you on that. Even if it's not like, all right, I'm, I'm wealthy or I'm rich or whatever, I... I should be able to live and pay some type of bills off of like the the salary that I make. Mm -hmm. But that's my. I, I mean, I, on Twitter, people were in uproar about it. I mean, yeah, look at what the mayor said about his own people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the mayor, but I, I like I, I get where I get where you're coming from. Where it's like, yo, there's certain things. Like, I guess I guess how I'm looking at it is that I guess what they're trying to say is that blue collar work. I'll, I'll consider that blue collar work. Where there are certain blue collar jobs. Where I guess you're trying to say blue collar jobs, you can't, you shouldn't be able to make a living off that. But my thing is that I still disagree with that because back in the days, a lot of people had blue collar jobs and still made a good wage off of it. It's like, 
it's those cost of living was different yeah, though. I mean yeah. the cost of living was different yeah but also but that I guess that's my thing as well it's like you you still have a skill you get what I'm saying you got to talk about the cost of living like like, like it's, 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 it's it's still a skill and it's like it's the same thing with plumbing where it's like people are like oh yeah I can unclog my toilet by using a plunger but it takes more than that like you like there's a whole bunch of things that you have to learn and I, I'm not well we'll talk about that stuff later but it's like that's that's one of the biggest misconceptions it, that people have is like those thoughts of like, okay, you work at McDonald's, so you're this type of person, or you work at Rite Aid, so you're this type of person. Those type of those types of mindsets mess up the little people like us because it's like now you looking at these people as if they're not worth anything, but it's like not for nothing. Or they feel like they're not worth. Yeah, anything. if you're not right. worth like nothing, but it's like you in, you mm-hmm. in a space like you're still valuable to a capitalistic society. You get what I'm saying? Just because you're not making forty grand a year flipping burgers doesn't mean you're not valuable. And those types of mindsets affect everything, whether if it's from family dynamics all the way over to dating. And it's like mm-hmm. you got you got to really think about what you're saying, bro. You a whole mayor. You can't so, say nothing. Like some people I see, saw some people on the flip side that um, were just saying like I think one of you guys just mentioned this saying like those type of jobs aren't meant to be livable, right? Like because you don't want to like stay there forever. Correct. According, but I mean, but that's relative. That's even relative to what you want. That's that's what I'm saying too. Mm-hmm. That's, it's, I think it's relative to to the individual when it comes to that. Um, it's like it's like it's uh, like a double edged sword. It's like put it like this. It's like <clears throat> I'm not going actually whatever. My uncle, my uncle wanted to buy a McDonald's franchise. He he's not an he he a man that got bread. They told him no because he has no retail experience, like no retail, no nothing. And it's not like he dumb. He a whole medical doctor. Mm-hmm. So what are we saying where it's like these jobs, oh, yeah, you don't have the skills, this, that, and the third turn off. No, these skills are valuable in some way, shape, or form. Because now, let's say, for example, let's say I want to buy a McDonald's. I could buy a McDonald's because I've worked in retail before. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the, the way that you look at things and the way that you frame things and your perception of things are always going to be different. Someone who may never want to go and own a franchise and probably just wants to work in front of a a desk for the rest of your life may think that. But now if you work at McDonald's for five, 10 years, right. Or you work two, three jobs working at McDonald's somewhere else, you could probably get a franchise from McDonald's it's or Burger King the, the or Chick-fil-A. The experience is more, sometimes experience is more valuable than the education sometimes. So it's like, you know what the hardest franchise to get is in the food service industry? It is McDonald's. I got a guess. Chick-fil-A. It's McDonald's. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. I thought it was McDonald's. Chick-fil-A, bro. Chick-fil-A. Why is that though? Their shit is elite. I, I I can't even describe it, bro. Like, they're the best fast food restaurant. Yo, it's like we we went there the other day. He asked us our name, like he was referring to us by our first names during our whole order, bro. He was like, because we asked him that that's something that wasn't available. He was like, all right, no, but I'll get you. I'll give you guys this for free. Like, there's I don't even I don't know how to explain. Their service is just off the charts. Yeah, no, do you have to? Service is od. Od. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, no, I like. I never think I never met a mean. Never, bro. I thought it was either. I, 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 I had a feeling it was either. Me. I thought it was McDonald's, but I mean, but I'm they treat their employees they great. They do. They pay them great. They do, and they give them off Sundays. Yeah, they you know what I'm saying. They don't serve like, on Sundays. Yeah, and, and it's a and no matter what chick like no matter what the line is, that shit is. Yeah, they, they, they move. They, they do like a machine. Bro. Clockwork, like bro. Machine, it's efficient. Bro. I love it. Super efficient. You know, I didn't know that, but yeah, I'm the yeah, waiting list is ridiculous. To to, to own a buy franchise. one, yeah. everybody wants. To everybody wants to buy Chick Fil A, bro. It's, it's not it's enough places. Huh? It's not even that. And, and they only put them in certain areas. Yeah, they don't put them everywhere. Are they are they a global company? Like, are they everywhere in the world? No, really. I'm not sure if they're everywhere in the world. They're not. They might be in they're America. Not like thing. They're not like McDonald's. But they only put them in certain pockets. I'm, I'm surprised they're not everywhere though. They put them in certain pockets, bro. Because their their branding is a one too. I never seen I, right. <clears throat> I never seen a Chick Fil A that wasn't packed, even at the mall. Yeah, lines be crazy. 
Yeah, that's true. I got to, I got to, I wonder how they built their brand. Right, bro, look into it. And it's not only that, like, but they got the best fast food. Like, their quality of food is the best. Ain't no sketchy all meats. Food, all food is it's fried up, crazy. It's they stick to what they do, bro. You feel and me? they do it well. Take a sandwich, a brioche bun, pickles, and a and a piece of fried chicken. That's, That's it. Fact. Keep it moving. <laughs> Wait, say the order again. <laughs> a brioche bun, Nigga, pickles, brioche bun, and a piece of fried chicken. What is a brioche bun? Brioche. It's, brioche, it's, brioche, it's brioche a special bun. kind of bun. Oh yeah, nah. He the foodie. Yeah, he the food. Man, I forgot. I'm like, yo. I'm like brioche. What the hell? <laughs> like, yo. He got special terms for butter it, it, for butter buns now. It's a different kind of bun. Yeah, this man said the brioche bun. <laughs> what is a brioche bun? What? Nah. I mean, you got a specific order you get every time you go there? Yeah, it's a number three. Um, number three meal: lemonade, light ice. Uh, when I'm sitting down, I want the ketchup, Chick Fil A sauce. If so not, it's good down. to go. Give me a spicy chicken deluxe with the pepper jack, and give me thirty nuggets. I mean, I eat it in my car. So <laughs> thirty, many? thirty, thirty. Damn, Dang. the thirty count. <laughs> give me the thirty count. That's crazy. I, I I get um I get the number one you know what I'm saying the classic the classic the classic you say, <laughs> add the cheese yeah <laughs> add the cheese I you get um the large fries large have to waffle fries yeah <laughs> facts lemonade and the um either the chicken strips or the twelve count facts damn facts I mean I grabbed the mac big and bodies cheese over too. here what you mean facts. I grabbed the mac and cheese too but then again I'm trying to mac lose and weight. cheese hit too I'm trying to lose weight so I'm, I'm good not off trying to be fast food mac and cheese. That's crazy. Play, that shit bust though. Is it? Is it number one? To me, it's number one. Easily. I mean, I don't down. eat any. The only other food I eat is chipotle. But so I, what? I, I fucks with chip chipotle. too though. Chipotle. Chipotle. I don't know what he talking. I haven't eaten chipotle in a minute though. To be honest, I call it chipotle. I mean, chipotle's all right. But yo, my last <laughs> question: while, while we're on this topic for like expenses and stuff like that, why is the cost of living like so? And it's even worse because they be they gentrifying every area now. Yeah, they're making it even more like unaffordable for like the the regular folks, like Harlem, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Queens. Like everybody's being pushed out of those areas, bro. Yeah, Philly's getting gentrified too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Philly's really on. Philly will be like they say Philly's going to be like New York is now in five years. Yep, really. Yes. How you so look everywhere. They like, building everything up, bro. They are. Dude, they are building a lot of all the hoods, renovations. Well, the car, people can't afford to live in those houses anymore. Where those row homes, At people all. can't afford to live in them no more, bro. Two thousand dollars, two thousand dollars for a closet. You know how much it costs to live in Old City? How much it costs? Downtown, way, way Center City, bro. Way too much. You, you're talking about you're in like the threes, like the thirty five hundred a one month. Bedroom? Not for a one bedroom. I was about to say that's for, crazy. <laughs> for a crib. Nah, though, because, I'm saying nah, because I, I so I was watching this um, video on on Twitter. I think it was like a TikTok. Um, and you know how like people do that, like the house tours or whatever, and they're like, yeah, low level apartment in like Manhattan. They went in, they panned to the left. You saw like the ki- right through. The, you walked through the front door. You saw the kitchen, and then you saw like a living area, and then you opened the door. You thought it was gonna go to a bedroom, went to the bathroom. Oh no! Nah. It was just that. And you it talking said, about those studios? It said, it said, it said sixteen hundred. Yep. I said sixteen hundred for a this closet. Was, this is why I'm closet. This is why I'm moving to the UK. For- <laughs> Bro, it's expensive over there too. But I mean, at I least- mean, the cost of living might be worse. I mean, Facts To be honest you, Depends on where you at And the women are prettier I'm gonna I find my wife that one. I mean yeah Y'all y'all married So I mean My wife's in the UK How, how do you know this? 
because of what Hetty once said on the song. Hetty <laughs> 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 told you. That's nah, how. Not even, Hedy my nigga. That's not, how. Not even, not even. I just, just trust me, my nigga. I just, I just know. Like, I just know. I got family in the UK. I fit in well with the UK culture. Like, I, I, I just know. You just gotta trust me on this one, my guy. You UK boy. Boy, want to be UK one boy. of them ones so bad, bro. You better stop. Ones. You better stop playing, man. You better stop playing. All right, man. Let's jump into the Face of the Future song of the day, presented by MBT Network. Um, if you're a new listener, make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube um, at MBT Network. If you're listening on Apple, listening on Spotify, click that follow button as well. Um, Sam, what's the Face of the Future song of the day? So, yeah, so this is a song that really blew up on TikTok. I was playing it before, and they was like, yo, who is that? Play that for the song of the day. So this is um, Realist K, and it's, it's called WFM. So that was uh, Realist K with WFM or Away From Me. That joint blew up on TikTok. I'm surprised y'all haven't heard that joint yet. That's a little that one and a minute and a half joint. I'm an old Smooth, head. smooth vibes. I'm an old head, so I don't be on TikTok like that. Yo, like I said. TikTok is really that app, bro. It really is. Yeah. I learned so much shit on TikTok. It's crazy. What, what have right. you learned? Bro, like so many things about like fucking credit and taxes. Just like how to do everyday shit around the crib, especially when it comes to like cooking. How to clean your fucking chicken and shit off the right way? How to pull the tenders and shit out? Yo, how, to, some... how to clean your how to how to get the cilantro out without having to dice watching, it up? You be watching people clean? 
Hell yes, that's my favorite one, bro. You mean the shit where they be buying the like the eighty dollars? The, the organizers. Oh, I thought you meant they be buying the eighty dollars of, of the shit, said, and they be throwing all the cleaning shit. The, no, he said the organizers. The organizers, bro. When they take when they take all the shit, yo, his they, eyes yo, I, up, son. I, I, he got bro, excited, bro. Bro, that shit is like fucking there. I don't know why, bro. Because for me, when I get stressed out, bro, I start cleaning shit. I'm a cleaner. I start doing laundry. I'm a cleaner. I start doing the fucking the counters. That's you know, that's that's therapy for me. I just get lost in it. Yeah, you know, I just get I don't lost know what it in is it. About cleaning, but it's it's comfortable. Maybe it's just ingrained in me from the. I don't because I do I do all the laundry here like on purpose. Oh really? Because I want it because I want it to be done the way you I want to do it. Way? Yes. Yo, what's your pet peeve when it comes to, like doing laundry? Like when you was at the crib, like when it was like you, your mom, like all, your whole family lived together. Like so, like what I'm go ahead. Don't have no shit in the dryer <laughs> when I go to wash my shit because when I throw your shit on the fucking floor, you're gonna be upset. You know what I'm saying? So just like. If you're gonna do a load, a laundry, do, load. do the load and take it upstairs with you. Yeah. Because when I go, when I open the dryer up and your shit is in there, and I put it on the floor, now my shit is in the dryer. Now you mad because your shit is on the floor. This shit yeah. is clean. Why is it on the floor? <laughs> I gotta dry my shit or it's gonna start stinking. Oh, you, you don't even. So you put it on the floor. You don't even throw it on the couch floor. I put it on a, either either in the bag, on the floor, on top of the dryer, wherever. Because I want you the to know kind of, the floor kind of crazy. I want I you to lie. know. That's kind of crazy. That but, I mean, crazy. but I will say though, we might remember if I was your sibling. But I will say, me and my parents, we all did it to each other, bro. My shit was in the dryer; they threw my shit on the floor, and vice versa. They be expecting you to fold it when you take it out. Yeah, I go, Seriously. I go fold it when I take it out. I put it in the hamper, then I have to go do it because I do me and Katie. So we like we be having our laundry throughout the week. Yeah, you know, it's both of us all, all of our work shit. So like, I have a certain way that I like to do it. The towels got to be folded a certain way. I have to organize everything by color. The socks. My color? My color. Yo, I my, hate, my, my closet is by color. I hate when people be mixing reds with colors, bro. I wash my reds and my pinks by itself. Yeah, try to wash them separate, bro. You wash them separate or do you or have do to do the, the full load on cold? You, no, bro. Sometimes I'll throw them all in, but I'll but like I'll try to keep like the lights with the lights, the grays, the whites, the dark blues, the reds. You try to keep them separate for the most part, but sometimes you'd be like, fuck it. Nah, when, I'm, when I'm tired and Right the time time, throw the cold or nah. I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely the laundry person. When I was talking to somebody, I like she would just throw the clothes in and she would throw the whites in there and she would just throw the bleach into the thing, not throw the bleach, bleach. into the container that mixes the water with so the bleach. So the yeah, yeah, so it'll stain the shirt. Oh, that and, and I'll be like, yo, like why did you throw the bleach? In? Like you don't just don't throw a cup of bleach in there. Like you put it in the container that yeah. mixes with the water in right. the bleach, bro. Like right. if there's one thing I hate, bro, if you f up if you f up laundry, bro, I get so mad. Like yeah. that's my pet. I don't know why, but laundry do not f up my laundry, bro. Do, do not, not f up laundry. Do laundry a lot here. Are you guys bed makers? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Yes. I drive Kaylee crazy because I asked her sometimes, like, why don't you make the bed when you leave? Because I leave before her. Like, make the bed. Well, like, when I used to leave or she used to leave before me and go to work, she used to always say she loves how the bed is made for her. It, it's good for your morale. Yeah. When you walk into the room, your bed is made. You can get in that motherfucker and be comfortable. When I come home and the bed is all fucked up, I'm like, damn, I got to make it. I the hate bed. that, bro. But no, I make bed. it anyway. Like, I got to make my bed. I make yeah, my it. Bed, my bed's made right now. I'm thinking about like yeah, my bed's made clean. That's the first thing Straight I do every morning. Every like morning. for her because she she comes morning. home later and like she works like long days and like she's a director of her job so she deal with a lot of shit. I make the bed, I put her towels out, and I'll put her after her bath clothes out for her. I will lay it all out for her. All right, so that way you can come home, take your clothes off, throw them in the hamper, go run your bath, get out, get in the bed, dry off, put your clothes on, and you good. How shit, long did shit. it take you to get in that habit? Like, like I've been routine, doing that. Routine. I've been doing that for yeah, a I've been long doing time. That for a minute, for a long time, it helps my mental health. 
And she even says, oh, I feel I love when you make the b-. I know. She's, she's, she said I know. She's she started to do it though because like yeah. I've been on her about it. it's the little shit. She she I see you Shane taking taking notes from Moose's book. Little from your book, nigga. Yeah, man. I've been in a relationship six years. Can mm. you stop? You don't gotta, you don't have to. Right. <laughs> oh, so who's taking who? <laughs> that was that was I've a low been blow. In a relationship six years. That was a low blow. Shane needs to write. That's a little, the facts. Shane needs to write a little how to. That's the fact. But my how to, but I'll be doing that all the time. I'm the I'll be the cleaner. I'll be the, I'm the nigga that be like, all right, yo, let me let me do this. Let me fix this. Oh, you got some shit wrong. Let me fix that shit. I'll be I'll be doing all that, bro. I'm a Bro, it's really it's, about the little thing. Like the toxic one of the relationship. Definitely. Uh, no. It's just the tops of the Definitely. Oh. <laughs> no, believe it or not, yo, believe it or not, I'm not. I don't believe that I am. I only get toxic. This is what happens, right? Y'all know I have anxiety. The only time my toxicity comes out is when shit like when shit happen and I tell you please don't do something. Like when shit go wrong, that's when I'm like, all right, now nah. the, the please before you, you, I'm like, yo, I say it to my like, yo, please, for example. Last one, I said, please just be honest. I don't care what happens, just be honest. Be open and transparent. Cause at that point, anything that happens, if you do whatever or you tell me how I react or how I feel is on me. And you can't you have no responsibility. What happened? Lines start happening. Anxiety started moving, and anxious Toby is not a fun Toby because I get angry. Yeah, definitely, not definitely. That's what I'm saying. Nah, I'm not the I'm not the toxic one at all. I'm an efficient communicator. I do all that stuff, but when I get very anxious, that's when I get on a little bit more of control inside. Nah, I'm not. I'm not toxic at all. I about the little things, man. Doing the bed, doing the dishes, keeping the shit clean, getting her a glass of wine. The the little thing, bro. She she comes home. I fill her cup up. You know, if I go for her, I'll make dinner. You know, it's the little things, man. It's the little Buying things. flowers. It's the small things. <laughs> Yo, this man is... It's the little things, man. They add up. What was, what was your bill for the month? Oh, what? 200? Actually, let me see. Let me go with my PayPal. And shit like that, bro. <laughs> that's free brownie points, man. Yeah. That's yeah. free points. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's free shit to keep you at the doghouse. You know, that's easy Being money the right there. Is like... You know what I mean? Make the fucking bed. You know, do the dish. You know, little shit like that. You know? The craziest thing there, man. It's not. It's it's easy to, to keep your woman happy, bro. Just 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 act right. That's all I can say. Just act right, bro. Yeah, you act right, and then what happens? Just fucking act right. Then bro. what happens? She I, go. She go and find. She go and find. She go and find. A, she goes to build a Toby workshop to build a new nigga. But hey, that's none of my business. What was that? It's not build, a, nothing, build, nothing. build a Toby workshop. Build a to moose build workshop. A new nigga. Build a moose workshop to build moose moose. One point one point one. She found moose two point oh. <laughs> I told you <laughs> That's why I brought it up I would never nah, say nothing That's funny though That's funny though Cause you said it like that That's not a to- I'll give you that one That's that's the only reason The pose like this I'll give you that one bro <laughs> Go around his head on his chest I'll give you that one bro In the gray In the gray uh, You the gray suit on You can have that one You can have that one I don't I don't I don't talk my shit But that one I had to be like Alright now Come on, this is nasty. This is nasty work. Respectfully. Kind of like Tristan and Chloe, but... Let's jump in. Let's jump into to, to the Tristan and Chloe situation, bro. So, Tristan at it again, bro. This man's wilding. <laughs> He's in the streets. The streets, bro. Just be single, <sighs> bro. So, this man then, then fathered another baby mm-hmm. ag- again for the yeah. second time it, while it, he's it, with... His line name would have been the dumpster. <laughs> Yo, pull out game weak. Are you just not pulling out at all, bro? Like, what is you doing, bro? It's one thing to cheat. It's another thing to cheat and have a fucking child with somebody, he's bro. Popping, he's popping multiple. This is the second time. Yep. This is this will be his third kid. Three different women. And then he, and then and then you go to oh my god, 
Then you go to IG and put it on your story. Posts like Chloe, like, oh, the paternity test came back that I'm I am the father of the child and Chloe, I'm sorry. You don't deserve this. I love you. I have the <laughs> utmost respect for you. Like right then and there, bro, I'm like, dog, you can't father another child outside of your relationship and then tell your girl that you love her in the same sentence, bro. Yeah. In the same sentence I mean, and then me saying I have the utmost respect for you. No, you don't, bro. Nah, nah. You very clearly don't have any respect that's, for your relationship. Toxicity, bro. And that's what that's what I was, that's what's going. That's what I was going to touch on. I that's think, toxic, bro. I, I feel. I was going to say that I feel for Chloe because it's like I do too. I, you don't want to see nobody get cheated. Yeah, but on. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to take it out of Tristan and Chloe because I I'm not gonna like going forward. I'm trying not to talk about people's specific situations unless it's for shits and gigs. But it's like. When you when you deal with people like that, particularly when you're in that instance, like even take cheating out, for example, like when you're dealing with somebody and you know something going to hurt them, like one time can be a mistake, right? Two times, all right, you can still get that pass. But after three times, unless there's like a extenuating circumstance, it's disrespectful. And it's like when you're dealing with people who continuously do something to disrespect you, like especially like even bring that in, like cheating, you cheated on, on a woman three times, like it's garbage. Like at that point, like you don't respect her at all. At all. You know what I'm saying? No. And, I'm, and I'm, and I'm looking at this from a standpoint of cheating, just even other forms of disrespect. Like it, it doesn't have to be cheating for you to disrespect your partner like that. And I think a lot of people, I think Tristan is a very good representation, not just of men, but just of people in general. Whereas like, there's a lot of things that people can do that can still be counted as disrespect and can be hurtful to someone. So I asked you guys, like, what do you think about micro cheating? Micro, micro what the fuck cheating? is that? What's a micro? Explain what you mean. <clears throat> so micro cheating is is something is something that wouldn't be considered full out cheating. Like say you slept with somebody, you know what I mean, or you kissed on somebody. But it's little things where you're trying to establish. It's you're still establishing little bits and pieces of that intimate relationship with somebody else. So say for example. You're constantly flirting with somebody, and it's not even on some like you're flirting oh, without boundaries. Can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you know you're dancing with somebody. You know what I'm saying? No. Or you're nah. dancing with, you, I mean, you know what I mean? Nah, like yeah. on on both ends. Like so, what do y'all what do y'all think about he that? Said, said no. no. He said no. No. That's no to all of it, bro. None of it. I'm not here for none of it, dog. Period. I mean, I think I think it also. I mean, it definitely depends on the relationship too. Like what, what boundaries you set with your partner. I mean, like I think conversation is one thing. Like yeah, when you said flirting, things of that nature. Um I don't know. I think a lot of people wouldn't go for it. I think I think it all depends on boundaries and context. Like, I'll ask y'all this: y'all wouldn't y'all wouldn't appreciate it if either of y'all ladies was dancing with another guy, right? Most likely not. So if y'all was salsa, what about salsa dancing? I'm not dancing with nobody. But you, so I mean, if y'all taking a salsa, salsa dancing, salsa like, dancing, that's waltz. Like, all right, you mean like if we're in a, like a you, class setting and like everyone's going around, like that's one thing to do. But like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to the club with Coach Lou, who goes to the club every weekend. Oh, he gonna and, he gonna swoop you. Dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not going to the club with Coach Lou and going out salsa dancing with him because I already I know what it's hitting for. I'm not doing that. He said I know what it's hitting. I'm not for. doing that. I'm not even gonna put myself in that situation, bro. No, that's fair. Um, Period. So, so let's say let's say that you do have. Let's say that you let's say you have a homie that has somebody who's in that situation. You know, say your homie likes to go out and he has he has a shorty at home. He like dancing with girls, or you know, you have a you have you had a homie who had a girl who she went out she was dancing with niggas, whatever. Like, how do y'all think that situation should be approached? Okay, well, first things first is I mean, if 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 like we just set boundaries, right? So if y'all have established that that's cool in your relationship, that's one thing. If if you out here cheating on your girl, I'm gonna definitely tell you by yourself, G. 
hundred percent. As your as your friend, if you're sitting here telling me how much you love this girl, yep. and you're telling me you want to be with this girl, you need to put your fucking uh, put your money where your mouth is, dog. Put your money where your mouth. Put your is. money where. If you're telling me, oh, I love her, she's everything I ever wanted, in it, then you don't need to be in a club dancing with nobody else. Period. And that's how I feel about that. You don't need to be creeping. If you're going to be in a relationship, be be in a relationship and respect your own, have respect for yourself, but have more respect for your woman. And if you're not ready to be doing that, then you don't need to be dating her. Period. So now my my question is now, since you're on that topic, now what if the roles are reversed? What you mean? If your woman, if a woman was doing the same thing. What? I heard dancing with niggas in the club? Yeah. For on my, on my man? Yeah. And I seen it? Yes. It's over with. <laughs> what you mean? And, and, and it will be the same reverse. If 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 um if your girl's homie sees you out at the club dancing with girls, oh, it's all over she gonna tell her she gonna tell her friends, right? Okay. I'm gonna tell my man, like, yo, pick what your girl is doing, dog. Period. That's fair. Right? It goes both I ways. Mean, what would you do? Do you wanna ask me that question on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, some people say turn a blind eye to it, don't say nothing. But if I see my man's <clears throat> getting cheated on in the club. You got me fucked up. I'm sending him a live video of that shit. Are you, you sending kidding me? I might FaceTime. You got confronted the situation. I'm gonna let him handle it, bro. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let my man's handle it himself. All I'm all I'm gonna say is from the stuff that I've seen. Um, I, I will say that it, it goes back to one of those send a live video. <laughs> <laughs> FaceTime. I'm gonna FaceTime in a club. You gotta send a live photo where you the, see that, a, where you see the shit. I'm gonna send like FaceTime with the camera flip when he no. answers so he see. Nah, nah, nah. But yeah, nah. Based on based on my experience, things that I've heard, things I've seen, like it's definitely one of those things that needs to be talked about. Because one of the things that I always mention, you know, as the non toxic, as the one who tries to not be toxic in relationship, as ten times out of ten. It's never, it's, when it comes to dancing, I'll say dancing, it's never, for me, it's never really about the woman. It's more so about the guy that you got to be concerned about because niggas be trying it when it comes to dancing and niggas, niggas be getting horny. And me, like, like, <laughs> Facts, though. like, 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 like I said, I, I don't, I don't have it. I don't have it in me. I don't have it in me to be going to jail no more. Um, I don't have it in me to be trying to go to jail no, no more. more. I don't have it in me to be sitting here fighting to the death for some niggas over a dance. And it's like, if you, if you respect the relationship, you gonna respect the relationship and not do it. It's the same thing with flirting. Like everything has to come with boundaries. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's the biggest conversation. So based off of that, do y'all think women respect men's boundaries when it comes to those types of things? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we said at the same time. So, yeah. So, so do y'all think? Because I've because I've heard from an old homegirl of mine who's no longer my homegirl. She was like, "Oh, why is she no longer your homegirl? What happened?" Uh. I mean, if you can't talk about it, you can't talk about it. All I could say is that her friend liked me. Oh. And it's one of those. Yeah, but long story short. Um, you could talk about that, too. The best friend that's not really the <coughs> best friend, but that really likes their best friend. Yeah. Well I, well, I did something foul, but we'll talk about that. Well, it wasn't really foul. Anyways, point is, is <laughs> I'll tell you after this. But point, I mean, you know the story anyways. But point is, is um, she was like, oh, men and women, men, men cheat. But women, when women cheat, she'll always mention it as, oh, it's not really cheating. Women cheat more slyly, or we do things that don't really look like cheating and things of that nature. It always made me think, like, why do like do women really respect the boundaries of relationships whenever they whenever they do stuff? Because I think that with women sometimes, I think that they always try to walk on that thin line of like, I'm not saying y'all ladies. When anytime disclaimer, anytime I talk about ladies on this podcast, I'm not talking about they girls right, they ladies right here. <laughs> so I'm talking about this objectively, please, because I don't want my I don't want my guys getting in trouble. I want my man's, all my teammates to be happy. Twenty twenty two. So, but nah, seriously though, like 
why do you like because women say that and they always be walking the thin line of what's would be considered wrong and what's okay it's not bad so i just want your thoughts on that because women say that a lot well i will think niggas are also try to walk that fine line too definitely and cross the line too um but i mean i think if that's the case in your relationship bro then then just get out of it bro it's like like you said i'm not I'm not fighting nobody, or I'm not about to get mad because you want to dance with niggas at the club. Go dance with niggas at the club. That's what you want to do, but you're not yeah. finna come home to me. I'm not finna come home to you. But my, you know what I'm saying? Period. I mean, I look at it as, for me, I'm like, it's not even taking the dancing out of it. It's what, like, if it's, what if it's just going out with um, their homies? Just going out with the homies. The, the girls? Yeah. I'm not like, yo, you have to. Go out with no, your homies. No, I'm talking about the homies, like the guys that are like their friends. Like a girl going out with a bunch of dudes? Yeah. I don't know about that. Like they, they, they grew up with them. They, they knew. They That's knew. cool if everyone else respects those boundaries as well. If yeah. I know, if I know you got niggas in your squad that might be trying to hit on you at a certain point, I don't know if I'm rocking with that. Period. Because I might have to kill one of these niggas. Shannon, don't make me. Shannon, don't don't. Try, I told you, I'm trying to be cool. What you pop. mean? I'm <laughs> saying no. Because if I I'm come, saying I mean, because I mean, here, because here, because here's my thing, right? If these are your homies, right, yeah. and you and these these niggas know that you my girl, and they cross that line, now you disrespecting me. So now we must have an issue. I'm not talking about so you. We, I'm just saying, like, bro, like you said, because now, now I'm thinking about it. Like, if you got your girl who got her male homie that, that she's been cool with for a long time, you can't tell her I, you can't be friends with these boys, right? That's fine. Have your friends. But your friends better not ever cross that line because they know what me and you is doing. And, like, to me also, why are they even comfortable enough with you to even Do be that. approaching you like that? So what's, so what's really going on here? Should I be mad at, at, at just them or should I be mad at you too? Like, what's going on behind the scenes that I'm not aware so, of? So who do you get mad at in this situation? Both. Right. That's what I'm saying. Now, see, now my mind's racing now. So now I got to see what's really – so now I got to get down to the bottom of this. Yeah. Why does he feel comfortable enough knowing that you're my girl to, to, to approach you like that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So So what's going on? And that's the thing that you, that's the thing that you, that's, that's the number one thing that I always look at. I always say it's like, for, like, how do I say this without, actually, I don't care. That's the thing with women. Like, with women, a lot of times, I say it like this. And I'm not saying this in the case for men, but in a lot of times, with women, what women kind of don't understand sometimes is, like, when it comes to relationships, how you, how you, how you allow, your boundaries basically show how much you you respect your relationship. And I'm not talking about the beginning of the relationship. I'm talking about months down the line. Like if you if a, if a dude flirting with you, you flirt back with no boundaries, and you say something wild, he can feel like he can say do whatever he wants. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and the number one thing is, and actually this is great because I was thinking about this the other day. And what what a lot of women don't understand is that men's representation of love is a lot different from women's representation of love. With men, men feel loved and they feel the best and they feel safe when they feel respected by their woman. This is why a lot of times the concept of that. being my peace mm-hmm. is always so important because if you're if he's peaceful with you, I mean you respect who he is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times with a lot of ladies, in my opinion, not all of them in this generation, they don't understand that respect is a big thing for guys. Like and it's like I'm not I'm not judging on whatever what what you want to do, but it's like that's why when we talk about the concept of girls sleeping with other men, a lot of people men sleeping with homies, this and the third, that whole respect thing comes in because now I'm not once again I'm not judging nobody. I'm just throwing this conceptually. When you have a woman that sleeps with a lot of guys, guys are not guys normally 
we all know guys don't respect women in a lot of cases. Guys look at women, okay, I had her. I don't really need to respect that or whatever. Like, I can have it if I want to. It's not really something that you respect. But men, in a lot of cases, always respect the woman that always seem like she got it together and guys can't, not every single guy can touch her. When a guy feel like he can touch her, she he not going to respect her. That's why when men want to don't want to date the hoes or the OnlyFans girls, it's because they don't want to feel like any love, guy can come up. the OnlyFans girls, bro. I do, but it's like it's like <laughs> men, men don't want to men don't want to be with a woman where they feel like any man can come in and backdoor the relationship or feel like their relationship isn't protected. That's that that that's it. And men value respect. That's their version of love. Respect. If you respect the man, he values that more than the emotional love with, that you give him. With, with all that being said, I know you said you have to. You, you guys both said you have to. You blaming both people, but like, who would you? Would you obviously feel more woman. betrayed? Like a woman, definitely. It's your woman. If you if you sitting like. You know, it's like it's it's one of those it's it's weird because it's like, you know, I don't wanna fuck your friendship up with your with this dude that you know for all these years, but like I gotta protect mine first and foremost. And, you know, you, you disrespected those boundaries. Both of y'all did. Period. So now I feel violated on so many different levels. Embarrassed. You know, I'm embarrassed because now it's like is this like a like a like a joke for the, like these these are your homies, not mine. I don't give a fuck about how these niggas feel. These ain't my fucking friends. So if I pop off, they want they looking at me like such and such. But really, like you niggas is just violating me, yeah. disrespecting me. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna I'm I'm look at the, I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at my girl because it's like yo, like what's what's really everybody cool? getting checked, bro? Oh yeah, nah, for for effect. The, the whole squad is getting checked, for and I'm fact. making a phone call, Kendall, bro. <laughs> and that, and that's, that, that's that's my that's my thing. It's like. You have to check your girl because it, you have to go back at what do y'all really value. Like, does she value you as a person? Because it's like my thing is what I'm my past. If anything, my past relationship has taught me is that if a woman really respect you and she respect the relationship, there's nothing that's ever going. There's nothing that she. There's nothing that she's going to want to do. That even though she used to want to do it, that's going to come in between the respect that she has towards you and the relationship that you have with that person. Like, there's not going to be no nigga. There's not going to be no traveling. None of that that's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to fuck this up for this man. Or, excuse my language, I'm going to mess this up for this man. It's like, and that's the number one thing that a lot of people don't understand. It's like, we had this conversation. was like, oh, yeah, let women do what they want. Or women should be able to be free to do what they want. You are right. But at the same time, it's like, when you give people that freedom to allow them to move how they wanted to move when they were single, it kind of shows you that if I have to let you say do what you want, there's a problem, in my opinion, because that assumes that now you're not even going to, have a ability to respect what you want to respect. Like, I'm not talking about control. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, oh, I'm free to do what I want. Yeah, but at the same time, like, my respect also matters because you chose, you verbally told me you wanted to make a commitment. So now at this point, if you're telling me you wanted to make a verbal commitment to say, I want to be with you, at what point does my respect also matter in that verbal commitment that you made to me? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's the number one thing. A lot of women don't really look at it like that. Like, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of ladies want to sit here and look at it as, oh, yeah, I can do what I want, women empowerment, women freedom, but it's like, it's, it's yeah, you're right, it's women empowerment, but at the same time, like, this is why you're lonely, because you don't respect the man. Shit, with that being said, bro, niggas gotta do better, too, because there's a lot of niggas out here that be fucking wilding the <laughs> fuck said, out. He took a deep breath before that. Bro, nah, no, niggas, because, no, because there'll be a lot of niggas out here that be totally yeah, violating they fucking girls, too, bro. We, yeah. gotta, we gotta speak on that yeah. shit, too. But they We do. can't just talk about women yeah. this, women that. We but gotta hold I, niggas accountable, too, we, because there's a lot of men that totally mm-hmm. be violating their girls that still be out here in the DMs. Let me ask mm-hmm. you this. Let me ask you. I'm, I'm going to pop this question. I'm okay. pop this question. So you're talking about men not being faithful. So when you have a friend that, that's not faithful, whatever, and you're friends with whoever, you feel me? Like, say you say the scenario is your friends, that's obviously the homie, but you're friends with um, 
the girl, obviously through the relationships and things of that nature. Is it your duty to, to tell them? Because you said you were in the club. Last scenario you said, if you were in the club and you saw your man's wilding out, that you would check him. Are you gonna tell the Are you gonna tell the story? Are you gonna be no. Like, that the, see see so wait hold that's on. a fine line hold right on, real quick now here's the thing wait, here's the thing, here's I, the want, thing. Here's I, want, I want clarity on the question so you're saying if you are mutual friends with the homie and his girl yeah okay okay all right okay yeah I'll speak on that in a second I I'm not getting involved with that because bro at the end of the day this is your relationship and you got to deal with it as your friend as your homie who's going to keep it a hundred with you at all times and e- even if even if you don't like it even if you're gonna get mad at me. I'm going to tell you, my bro, you can't, again, you can't be coming to me telling me on the side how much you love this girl and how much you value her and all this shit and then be in the club acting like you a single motherfucker. I'm going to tell you about yourself. I'm not going to go and tell your girl, though, because that's none of my fucking business. So. That's you're my man. So I actually have a personal experience with that. So I was in a situation where some girl slid in my DMs. Um, we got to talking. Um, I met her, met a mutual friend. I said, don't talk to me no more. We got cool. I had smashed her friend. Um, she had a boyfriend, never knew. She had told me, oh, yeah, me and my boyfriend are done. We don't talk no more. Ah, ah, ah. Want to find out? Oh, no, they still together. And for me, I have morals because, like, I don't want bad karma. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I have morals. So you friends with both of them? Who, the boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm that's saying that, the, girl, the, girl was, the girl was the person that was cool with me because I ended up being real cool with her and the other homegirl. She knew the whole time, never told me. So now oh, I go up oh. and I talk to her later. I'm like, oh, yeah, like. Yeah, mm. she's like, oh yeah, she was still dating so and so. I'm like, oh, so why didn't you tell me? She's like, oh, it's a tricky situation. Ah ah ah. So now I'm like, you could have told me because you know how I be with that. Like I don't want to touch nobody boyfriend, no nobody girl. Yeah, the the yeah, you and, don't want and, the karma. And I've had situations where I've told people that I've been friends with, and like mutual friends, like nah, bro. Like, like you asked, like yo, what's up with her over there? Like nah, bro, you're not about to do that because you're not. But she, she got a man, and I'm cool with her man. Yeah, you're not even about to approach that. Like yeah. we dead in that right now, right now. Nah. I've been in those Chill. scenarios a few times. You know times. what I'm saying? Like it's, it's not going down. Period. But you but you telling your man's if you see the girl if you see his girl? If I see his girl, what? If I see my man's girl creeping with another nigga, I'm telling you. I'm him. snitching. But you, but, you snitching. Gonna, but you gonna let your man's creep with another John? And no, I, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna let my man's creep but with you're nobody. Not, but you're not gonna tell but you're not gonna tell the, the if you're mutual friends, you're not gonna tell the, the, the girl too? It's, that's none of my business, bro. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're doing. All right, all right, all right. That's a mutual friend. So you, my, so my man's his girl that I know through him. No, yo, both I was supposed to go. Friends. I was supposed to go and tell my man's girl that he was fucking up. No, I'm saying you're mutual friends with both of them. Like you guys, you know both of them. She, I don't know, man. I don't like, that's know. Your man's, but you. But you knew you knew Shorty going up too, like that shit. Ooh, 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 like, I don't know. Honestly, truly, if they were both messing up, I'm sitting them both in the room, like, yo, y'all need to. Honestly, talk. all right. So honestly, look, if if I'm just cool with him and I'm, I'm not really close to him like that, no, I'm like the scenario I'm saying, like that's your man's, but you know Shorty too, like you like you know Shorty. I, for a I'm minute. closer with him than her. You could say that, yeah. Then I'm not done, <laughs> bro. But I feel like ain't nobody in in the contrary is gonna be the same way. But I'm saying like if if you my man's, yeah, I'm gonna tell you about yourself. If you yeah. choose if you choose to do that, fine because Karma's gonna get you one way or another, my G. Bruce, what about you? You tell her what? You telling the you, you telling tell the girl? Telling the girl what? That's what I'm saying. That her <laughs> man is fucking around. Telling the girl what? That her man is fucking around. Who? Me? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. <laughs> no, I only this is, and this is this is I guess this is my misogyny hack. I would never do that because the thing is with girls and a lot ladies a lot of times a lot of times ladies end up holding things a lot longer than men do. 
And I wouldn't want to be a situation where it could be misconstrued as something that is really not. Because you know how ladies be. Because ladies, once they hear something and you give them a plot point, they turn into J.K. Rowling and turn that whole drone into a whole Harry Potter oh, film. Man, bro. point is, point <laughs> is, point <laughs> is, <laughs> is mm. at, the, at the end That's of the day. It's a hard question. It is a hard question. I'm not snitching. But I feel what you're saying. Um, I will check him, just, though. I'll check any of y'all for that shit because it's just, it ain't right, bro. Ain't nobody stepping out on that girl around me and none of y'all niggas. Um, all right, so let's jump into a different topic. Uh, we're gonna keep it on relationships. We're gonna go to a clip from the Fresh and Fit podcast. I'm gonna play the clip, and then we will just we'll yeah. just react to it. We gotta, we gotta throw that that the Russian joint in there too. <laughs> that's OD. Which Russian joint? You didn't see what I put in the thing. It's, it's no one bats an eye when women say I want a man that's six feet tall, makes a certain amount of money, blah blah blah. Those are considered preferences. But if I say, hey man, I don't date black girls like that. Oh. God, you hate black women. How dare you? You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. My mom's black. Your mom's black. Yeah. My sister's black. Like, bro, we just have a preference. If we hated black women, would we bring African American women and black women on the show? Okay, but the all the time. The, the, the question. Let, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, we would not if we if we had a, a issue, an issue with them. Our dating preferences are our preferences. Just like you have the prerogative as a woman to date a man that makes a certain amount of money, our height, income, whatever it is. No one bats an eye. We are free to choose who we want to hook up with and date. Like, what the hell? Like, there's no wrong with having preference. When it comes to dating and your- Questions, comments, concerns. <laughs> Everybody can give their own spiel. Uh, dude, that dude is kind of nuts to me. Yeah. He's nuts. I, I wanted the other video too as well, but that dude- uh, that I see his point though on this. No. no, I, no, see no, part, no. I see no, part of I, it. You, your point would be right if- the original audio was for him not saying, oh, if you want to date a bunch of Shaniquas, be yeah. my guest. Yeah, you know, that's, 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 that's what I'm trying to say. That's, that's, that's why wrong. I'm like, nah. That's yeah, wrong. That's what I'm that, trying to say. That's that wrong. segment was just, all right, I'm like, all right, cool, you got a point, but you're like, oh, yeah, I don't go on black dating apps. I don't date black women. If you want to date a bunch of Shaniquas, that's on you. That's, that's I mean, disrespectful that's as shit. That is disrespectful. Super disrespectful. And, and I agree with. And so for me, it's like. And this the is, preference part is the part that I agree with. No, nah, they got, you're right about the preferences. But what, what happens is that you can't, you can't say that. And try to answer that question like that, but then now, months ago, you you referred to all black women as Shaniqua. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's yeah, a like, violation. The, yeah, so, so, you, so that's why I say he's that. nutty, bro. And especially that other topic of him talking about, se- bro. Like the thing is about that the- audio was crazy. So here's- <laughs> we got that joint. Don't play that joint. Wait, hold too. on. Because <laughs> you want to talk about this first, then I'll play it. Oh my god. Let's talk about this one first, then I'll play yeah, the other audio. Like my, here's my thing about the. And I said this, I think, either one or two, three seasons ago. Like, this is the issue of these red pill niggas. Like, the issue with these red pill niggas is that this is this is the end result. Like, you got them saying nutty shit on, on camera, and you got them out here saying stuff like this. And like I said, I think I've said it on here before. It's like when, when people who are in upper echelons of certain classes, they call the poor people catch pneumonia. And it's like, now you out here, they look at you and like, oh yeah, you follow these people because they're a red pill podcast and they take your talking points. They take that to the extreme. And this is why I said like the whole concept like the red pill and the feminist people, they're exactly the same people. Because now, everything that they said don't sound too far off about all the feminists that talk about black men or men in general. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it, like this stuff is corny. Granted, do they have, like, do they have points that when I do listen to them sometimes, they do make valid points on, on some things? Of course, but that's everybody. But if your whole point is to sit here and to try to make yourself look like you're some upper echelon nigga when we both know that y'all are not like that, it's corny. <laughs> not for nothing. And they had beef. I don't know if you guys know who Ibon Preach is. They, um, they're, they're, social com- they're social commentators on YouTube. 
they had they, one of the niggas is married. One of the niggas came at his wife, and I'm like, bro, like, and they were like, all right, cool. You want to talk about my wife? I'm gonna be in Florida this weekend. Mm-hmm. I already have my t- my ticket book. Pull up, fight us. Pull up and fight me right now. No, we don't want to fight, bro. We're not doing this. And it's like, y'all talk all that stuff on camera. And then now when it comes now time to face people who you actually have to talk to and they actually want to, like, make you buck up on your stuff, like, that's not, we don't want to fight, we don't do this. But then it's like, y'all say wild shit like this. And this stuff is important because it's like, not for nothing, y'all content creators. Like, y'all have a certain type of responsibility, regardless of whatever space you're in, to at least be responsible with your platform. I got a a question for y'all. Speaking of about the content creators, do you think trolls like... The guy we're talking about off this podcast, or like academics, deserve to be checked when they're like yes. met by somebody they're talking about in public. Yes, hundred percent. Skip Bayless, it's the number one, one person I think of, bro. <laughs> Skip Bayless, that ass. Right. You can't just be out here saying shit to, like the way you be saying it, bro, about people's lives, you, about people's shit, and be be disrespectful as fuck, and then be surprised when somebody check you for it, bro. Even you're even, not untouchable, even when it's entertainment. Even when it's entertainment, bro, I think there's a fine line, bro. Don't be doing shit to, to bring more traction to, to your platform, bro. Yeah. You know, don't try and drag me to build you up. Yeah. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that, There's a bro. lot of people that do that. Yep. There's a lot of people that yeah, do that no, for sure. It's, 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 just, it's just weird. Like I, like, I get it. Like, just a couple minutes ago, yeah, I was talking whatever about my ex. Cool, whatever. But there's also a certain level of, there's a certain level of responsibility that you got to do when you talking about people. Yeah. Do I talk about Women on the podcast, some on the podcast, yeah. But my whole thing is that things are not gender specific. You get what I'm saying? It's like now my thing is you guys are black. You guys are black men. Like I'm talking to fresh and fit. You guys are black men. You've had a beef with two other black men on the podcast, and you sit here not for nothing. You you sit here and you basically disrespect women, and you have them come on a, on a space to make yourselves look better. And y'all not even guarantee pussy. Like y'all have been told that y'all <laughs> been on seeking arrangements. Y'all pay. Y'all pay. For this stuff. And, like, you're talking about teaching men how to get women. Like, the the, the representation responsibility you'll have look crazy. Like, imagine like ima- like imagine me sitting here, I'm listening to y'all, and I find out that you're on seeking arrangements. And not for nothing, you say, I have, a black woman, I have a black woman as a mom, but you dating a white woman that's only there to take your money. Now, me as a black man, how am I supposed to look at you? How is your mom supposed to look at you? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you look you look wild. Like, Sound the Marco. Like, nah, you look wild, like. And not for nothing, then a black man come and challenge you and you won't fight. Like you look corny, bro. Like you like you look corny, bro. Like I could tell they don't get ass, bro. And that's how you could like you can <laughs> you tell don't like that pod, do you? I don't I don't like their podcast because it seems like they're clout chasing rather than trying to help men. And that's why I said the whole red pill, the whole feminist movement is all the same because you're not really trying to help people. You're sitting here trying to coddle people's pain. Like that's the issue. Like feminism the, the feminism today is not really about helping women. It's more so about coddling the pain of some of the choices that they made, which aren't necessarily the best. The same thing with Red Pill. Y'all made a mistake. Looking back on it, y'all saw the mistakes. Y'all, choose, y'all chose to do otherwise. So now you're trying to coddle these men's pain into saying, oh, yeah, all women are like this. All women are like this. Do some women do some of this stuff? Yeah, 100%. But that don't mean that every single woman on the face of the earth is going to be like that. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it's it's corny. And that's why I don't like their podcast because they're clout chasers. Do they have some valid points? Yes. My, my favorite podcast, The Roommates Podcast, them niggas was on there, and that nigga was spitting facts, and it wasn't awesome. The Roommates was on this podcast? Yeah, it was like it was months ago before they blew up, and he was spitting, Hafiz was spitting facts. And it wasn't even on some, like, oh, like, women are trash, women are this. Like, not. Nah, it was, like, some sound, sound points. Like, and I respected it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, don't do shit for clout. 
Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like that's she, what I thought about the video that you sent us earlier today. I'm like, bro, that's like one of the corniest things I ever even heard, bro. Yeah. I'm about to play the audio for that and oh, then we yeah, can, that video. And then we can react to that one. Yeah, we're gonna react to this one because this this dude is that's why I said dude sounds nuts. And I that probably was for clicks, but but I, I don't know if it was because that might be just All right, here we go. All right. What to do if you have a girl at your place and she says, no, I don't want to have sex. Cool. No problem. I respect your boundaries. But what you're going to do is you're going to pull out your phone, get up and walk into another room. You're going to either call another girl or pretend you're talking to another girl. Then you're going to come back out and tell her, hey, listen, um, it was nice hanging out with you, but you got to go now. And then you let her mind race thinking, oh, this guy really just called another girl just now. I better either A, Give him what he wants because he's going to kick me out of here and I might lose this guy. Or B, she never want to have sex with you in the first place and you get rid of a time waster. You're welcome. What? What, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, bro? You know, Yo. you, you know why that was, you want to know why that's even more stupid now that I just thought about it? You understand that like the internet is a men and women public space, right? Like, really think about that. Imagine you doing that, some woman scrolling, and she see that. And then uh, two minutes later, she she going to go see a nigga, and that nigga do that. She going to call that nigga bluff. Bro. Like, I'm taking, I'm not, I'm not even, obviously, yes, what was happening was wrong. But look at it in the practicality of the sense. Like, you put this on a public internet where millions of people see it to a bunch of kids who are going to go try this, knowing damn well that these women see this stuff on Twitter. So now, how does it make sense that you told these people to do this on this space and thinking Bro. that people are not going to see that? I never, ever known no bull to ever do some shit like that in my fucking life. And if any bull's ever done that, you're a fucking clown, bro. You're a fucking weirdo. So you chilling with a girl. She says, I'm not trying to smash. You going to go call another chick right in front of her? And they're like, yo, it's time for you to go? What kind of... Yo, if you have to do all that to try and get some ass, bro, then you need to step your fucking game up and figure out something else. You had to play his little scheme. Bro, what the fuck kind of shit is that, bro? Bro, You had to run the audible. Bro, if a girl tell you she don't want to smash, fine. That's cool, bro. Period. And And a lot of times, if you tell a girl... If a girl tells you she's not trying to smash and you respect that... She might let you hit anyway just because of the fact that you respect the fact that she's not trying to smash and you're not pushing her towards it. And I was just going to bring that up. You know what I'm saying? If, If these niggas were serious... There's a book, The Way of the Superior Man by David Data, right? And I read that book. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a, what was I about to say? Number one thing that they say is the number one rule in a woman is to always choose a woman that chooses you. Going back to what I was yep. saying earlier, if a woman like you, you're not going to have to try hard. You're not going to have to, you're not going to have to put in a, a certain amount of work. You're not going to have to do all these little tips and tricks on the internet to do something. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's going to come to you regardless. It'll, ha- it'll it, happen. It'll happen. You know what I'm saying? And even if you're not pressed, the girl's going to wonder why you're not pressed, and it's going to happen, right? That's number one. Number two, another thing, and I don't want women to take this out of context, but it, there was another thing that it mentioned in the books, in the book where it mentioned that a lot of times the, the book the book chapter says women are not liars. You know what I'm saying? And the number one thing that a lot of guys try to understand, and even me, that me rereading the book for a third time, I'm like, damn, he got a point. It's like a lot of women think, a lot of women think and they react in the time of how they feel. A lot of women are based off of, okay, I feel good. This is what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, maybe a girl don't want to go to the movies. But if you happy and you love her enough, you show her enough love and you give her, yo, you want to go to the movies. She's going to want to go to the movies. If she may not want to go out. So my thing is that the point is, is that a lot of times women will do stuff because they do love you. And if you showed them enough love, this is not me saying force it down, they throw out. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that when you show a woman ungenuine and unconditional love, you get what you want. Yeah, bro. Especially when she chooses you. 
Like, imagine a girl choosing you and you show her the love that she wants to see. You get the ass. So my thing is, yeah. and this is my thing, is like, and this is why I he say right this. right though, man. Like, <laughs> I know. It's just what <laughs> but, but, no, because this stuff, and this is why I'm saying this, it's like part of the things that have got me so mad in the past, and I've never really given this disclosure all the time, this stuff is not gender specific. Like, we look at this stuff and we're like, yo, all men cheat, all men are ass, all men are trash. And that same sense of what the fresh and fit nigga, whatever he said, that same thing is the women that say, oh, yeah, I want to do the 90-day rule because I don't want this man to think I'm a hoe. If a man want to stay, he going to stay. Mm-hmm. 90 days not going to make him change. A nigga can wait three, a man can wait three months for him to change. He could wait three months to hit. And he could just ghost you after three months. Like, if somebody wants to be with you, if somebody wants to be with you, they'll wait. Yep. If somebody they'll, be fucking, they'll be fucking a bunch of other bitches during that 90 days. Exactly. And if <laughs> they want to stay, you know. That's what I'm saying. If they want to stay, they want to stay. Ding all this dick, stuff. Period. All the <laughs> facts, though. <laughs> nah, I mean that's. I mean that's just keeping it in the stack about how the shit really be going down, bro. And like, I'd be damned if if a girl, you know, if I'm chilling with a woman and she don't want to smash, and I'm about to try and make her feel bad about not letting me smash by calling another chick. Nah, what kind of weird. clown is you, dog? And I feel like if I was to do that in front of a girl, she's up and leaving, dog. Bro, and, and I'm never going to speak to her again because she's not going to be fucking with me after that. And that's you know the, what I'm saying? That's, that's the, it's the it's weird, like, and that's what I mean. It's like all this stuff you see it. None of it is gender specific, bro. The same ends of people saying, "Oh yeah, you gotta manipulate her to get sex." Is the same way you gotta manipulate a man. No, people are going to you stay where they want to stay. Yeah, like if you if you love it, if they love it there, they gonna stay. And that also speaks into another thing, real quick, about what Jordan Peterson says. If you not getting the woman that you want, or you not getting the man that you want, or you not getting the response that you want from the opposite sex, that's on you. You have something that you may not fix that you need to fix. Maybe it may not be maybe it's your choice of people. Maybe it's the fact of you may just be a terrible shitty person, or maybe you just have bad intentions. So it's on, I was trying to DM my, my first grade crush. This man said his first grade crush. But I, but I was I'm afra- gonna go from that to that. But I was afraid though. This man Moose. I was afraid. This man Moose is I'm that. afraid. Y'all not gonna help me? Your first grade crush, bro? Yeah, I was afraid though. Why? Because she rap. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, do we know this person? No. Oh, I was about to say. So no. I was about to she say. Rap, bro. She rap. What if like, what if like she invite me to some shit? Like she invite me to the to some open mic night and they boo her or some shit. Like imagine that you came with her. This man. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, what if, yo, what if you pull up to an event, right? Your, your girl, your girlfriend, hypothetically your girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's like your first or second date or whatever, third date. And you put, she's like, yeah, I want to take you to one of my shows, talent show, I'm performing that. Y'all walking in together, you know what I'm saying, hand in hand, mm-hmm. arm in arm. Mm-hmm. She get up on stage, she's ass. You're going to have to tell her, bro. Nigga, no, no nah. I'm not. You got to tell her. <laughs> I'm not. You, 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 you got to tell her, bro. You bro, tell her. you got to about to fucking say, you going to sit here and lie to her and tell her shit was hot? Are you let it rock. In the words of... Like, everybody in the venue, everybody in the venue is like, she's terrible, you just got to sit there. Bro, you in the, in the, word, in the words of Magic bro. Johnson, I'm not gonna be there, bro. You never knew, but you just got sit. You 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 better off keeping it a hundred, bro. Truth hurts sometimes. Sometimes that's what motherfuckers got to hear. Nah, but listen, you had a good effort, but I wasn't rocking with your shit. I'm calling. Nah, I'm calling the Uber. She going home by herself. Period. The Uber. I wasn't yeah. rocking with your shit. I don't know what I would do. I'm in the like. I don't I, know what I would do. I wasn't rocking with your shit. Nah. I'm not gonna tell somebody shit is hot if it's not, bro. She's like, what if she was like, you knew she couldn't sing beforehand. But you know she, she could? No, you knew she couldn't sing. Nah, you should have told her beforehand, bro. <laughs> no, but like. She ain't show you nothing. Like, 
That's what I'm saying. You go to open. She said, "Oh, we're going to an open mic night. I love poetry. You yeah. go there. And she next thing you know, she up on stage and she just spins some ass shit. Like, like she like she sing around the crib and you know she don't got the vocals. But, oh, she, nah. but she's like, babe, I might I say you, before, like, I want you to come to open mic support me. I might say maybe you got to work on your craft a little bit more. Refine your game. You going to the open mic? It's no, like, refine your shit first. You but know, like, maybe you like, got to work wanna, on it. I just need the support, babe. I just need the support. I mean, I'll be there to support you, but if niggas boo you, I'm gonna tell you why they was booing you. Cause your shit whack. That's why they wasn't feeling you. I told you to work on your shit before you came here. Yeah, she's not gonna talk and, to you ever still again. Listen. Huh? And she still ain't listen. She's hey. not gonna talk to you ever again, my nigga. Let it rock then. It didn't fuck it. It wasn't meant to be. You're right. On to the next, bruh. You're right. Fuck <laughs> it. I don't know what I would do. Shit. It couldn't be, be me. Nope. I'm leaving. I'll tell you this. Your girl gonna tell you if your shit ain't hot. Period. Are you there's a lot of dudes out here. You say your girl gonna tell you? She really might. If you say this, you said this is your second day. You early in the game. You early in the. What, what about game. what about what about the what about the bulls that can't rap? But shame on to, you for you letting it get this far. <laughs> yeah, this shame on you for letting it get this far. Honestly, truly, shame on you for letting it get this far without you telling this nigga that his shit is ass. Or at, least, or at least sign him up for a camp. Like you Period. out here, you out here telling you out here. I'm weak. You out here buying him the hotel with the yuck yuck combo. You could have signed him up for a rap boot camp. Period. Because I mean, a rap boot camp. I mean, yes. bro. I mean, let's say you trying out for a team, bro. But you ass, right? Right? You ass, right? You niggas not gonna tell niggas for the trial, nigga. You not gonna make this squad because you fucking uh, ass. This, this was the real life scenario: of basketball trials in high school. You know we was you telling niggas you're not making the team. Y'all niggas ain't telling me that. You're not making the team. If you would have asked me, I would have told you. You right. You're not making a team. You're not making a team. You're not making a team. Period. I could have made. I could have made varsity. Bro, people was really thinking they was making. Thinking they was making a squad. People come with the arm sleeves. I'm like, yo. They come with the headband. They hype them in practice. Meanwhile, everybody, everybody, everybody already knows is political as fuck, bro. The team has been the same sixth grade, seventh grade. Eighth grade, you might have some guys that might trickle in, but they're going to be sitting the bench for the most part. Yeah, they, you know who's on the team already, bro. We in practice, we go hard against each other. When it comes to the other motherfuckers that's playing their heart out, we laughing at y'all. People was really like they was coming full thought, but the thing is playing their hearts out. Hoopers know though, like if you come with the armbands and the headbands, we clowning you. you. And you all, know, not, you. not only that, but now we're going at you on purpose. Yeah, every time <laughs> ISO coach, I got one. Everybody <laughs> move out the one. way. <laughs> I'm taking him to the cup now, like because now, because now you coming on team with this. Now, now I'm gonna embarrass you because I don't know what the fuck you. Oh, think you got the sleeve. Is. You got the sleeve. You think she's sweet out here, huh? You got the sleeve. You okay. got the headband. Okay. Both the AI step back. Sometimes, no sometimes you got to humble motherfuckers Brick. on the football team too. I thought yeah. I, you, think, you think people think people really think that they're gonna walk onto the field that haven't been, that had never played. Oh, yeah, you nah. about to walk onto the field? Who's the one boy that broke his collarbone? We're not gonna name names. I really don't remember. We're not gonna name names, but I know who you're talking about. You're not gonna walk onto the field with us who have been playing this game for years and think shit is sweet. Now we're gonna try they, and embarrass you because there was brothers. I forget the, I forget, I'm trying to think. We're not gonna name names, but we know who you was talking about. I don't. I, I, I really we'll talk don't. about it offline. We're not. We're not here to embarrass nobody. I feel you. But, I embarrass myself today. But real rap, you're not about to, bro. You know niggas is going for you on purpose. Bro. I definitely could sweet. You think she the sweet? We gonna show you, motherfucker. Square Drew, come right here. I definitely could have made. I definitely come right made here. I definitely could have made varsity football. Yeah. Over who? Ray Lowry? I didn't say start. I, oh. I didn't say start. You see, I said I could have made varsity. I definitely. 
Would I have started? Probably not. I definitely would have gotten some burn, though. You would have been a special teams guy. Special teams guy. Gunner, probably, maybe. <laughs> probably probably would have been second. Kickoff team. Kickoff team. What's your team, Yo, there's nothing wrong with that, though. You, you, That's a key part of the game. No, nah, I think I could have been second string running back. But to all the motherfuckers that thought that, like, they was coming out and taking my spot, you got me fucked up. Or taking yours. Come on, bro. You know how it is you get on the field. It's different. I could have been second string running back. But you know, you know. Senior, you could have had it. My senior, you could have had it. You know, uh. You know, like when you get in line, where you're doing like the thud drills and the tackle drills, you notice that one person you don't want to go against. Yeah, I be thinking about that all the time. Yep. But I don't know, bro. Sports was funny. Trials was funny. Basketball trials was. Funny. But there, Basketball trials was the funniest. There's always, but there's always the one hooper that that's nice on the nice on the like the, the park in the park. They nice. You can't they, play organized. They don't be playing. I know a couple. Can't play organized, bro. We know plenty. They can't play ki- organized, bro. It's they a different be game. killing on the on the blacktop on the tar because it's different when you come mm-hmm. into the gym. Motherfuckers, is, motherfuckers are setting screens. You gotta yeah. know how to hedge a screen, how to yeah. get through a screen, how yeah. to run off a screen. You gotta talk. You gotta, you gotta know talk. how to play is where you gotta know help defense. Yeah. You know it's different. Cause I'm not. The, I mean, outdoor. I wasn't even outdoor. I mean, I could hoop outdoor, but I was really organized ball player. Same, cause I'm a shooter. <laughs> shooter and defender. You a shooter? You can shoot anywhere though. Shooter, yeah, but I'm saying shooter and defender because you know in the park niggas not setting. I'm setting niggas screens and coming back to the rock. Niggas, niggas, and, and, and street ball niggas want to ISO the whole time. Who got the ugliest jumper in the history of the NBA? Or uh, ugliest shot for him? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Kevin Martin? <laughs> nah, yeah, he's Bill Cartwright. This nigga Bill Cartwright. Bill Cartwright. Nah, that shit was ugly. Bill Cartwright or Sean uh, Marion? That's possible. Sean Marion probably shit Sean was Marion. His joint was not It even was a butter, th- though. <laughs> How do you shoot like that, though? It was butter. He shot from the hip like a clip, like splash. It was butter, though. The Matrix. He was a high flyer too. So. He was. He was. And a lockdown. Lockdown. Before we wrap it up though, before we wrap it up though, is Bron gonna win MVP? The GOAT, yes. Should. He should, but knowing them, they're gonna they're gonna do something weird. Here's the thing, bro. You talk about valuable, right? This nigga yeah. playing center. Bron not playing, the Lakers are ass. Yeah. Valuable. We're talking about the most valuable player. What's value? If I leave the team, we're ass immediately. I come back, we're great. That's value. Not even just I mean, that. Yeah. Most outstanding and valuable are different. There needs to be a difference. Best player on the best team or the most valuable player. <clears throat> Kyrie back. Forget Kyrie, but not nah, Bron. Bron really the goat, bro. He he, thirty seven. Yeah, he I think Bron is the greatest of all time. And he playing center. I can't and wait till we have our pops on him. It's, 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 and, it's, he, and he dropping a thirty clip. So is Brady the greatest of all time too? Did yes. You see his stat, Hands did, you see, down. did you see that stat line? That Hands his down. stats are better than his stats in his forties are better than they Hands were when he was down. In his 20s. The greatest. Hands down. Brady's the, the there's Brady's no debate. The goat. That's there's no not, debate about Brady being the goat. There's no debate, bro. Who do you think lasts longer? I don't think Brown playing till he's forty four. Bron definitely played. Bron <laughs> played. He's had as many years. I'm saying he's had as many years in the league as Brady has. Though. Well, Bron is playing up That's until what I'm saying, like, Bron is playing up until Bronny's first year. After yeah. his first year, he returned. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Year wise, number wise, like. true. But I mean, Brady's playing into his mid 40s. Yeah, but I'm saying, how many years has he been in the league though? But I think playing into your 40s, Bron can play to these 37 and 44 is a major difference. Facts. That's a major difference. I think Bron can play to forty. Bron he can play to forty. He can play to forty-four. I don't know. If, I don't know if we'll be at this level at forty-four. If he, if he Brady's, play, at the, Brady's at the same level at forty-four. What if he's trying to get to play with both his sons? 
He's not going to play over 57. He's not playing at this level. at 40. If if he plays at this level, yeah. at 44, he's the greatest athlete to ever walk the face of the earth. Yeah. Brady's at, Brady is an elite quarterback at 44. Yeah. If LeBron can do that at 44, it will be the most incredible sports we've ever seen you in saw, history. You saw that tape that he had in the, in the Kings he game? Play, he wanted to play with, with Bronny Jr., I don't, yeah. you, I don't know if you're gonna make the play with Bryce, but no, but that's what I'm saying. Well, Bryce he, is what a freshman or eighth grade, somewhere yeah, he's eighth grade. Oh, but that's what I'm saying. Though. Like five, I think that Bron, I think Bron, I think Bron's gonna retire when after Bronny's first year. One year, I think he'll play with him one year, three years away. So we'll be four. What, yeah, whatever, whatever yep. year, whatever, whatever team he going to, he probably gonna ask to be released. And from it's, that no, team. it's already lined up. He'll be a free agent by the time Bronny can come into the league. Is he really? Yep. Yeah, he had it lined up. Six. I thought he had two more years. Got it lined up. Got it lined oh, up. Okay. okay. So whatever team Bronny gets drafted by. He'll probably go there. He's gonna go there. Bronny gonna be one of and, guys. And look, he'll go to that team. They'll be instant contenders. Yep. Because they have LeBron. That's a fact. <laughs> what, what if you wind up in Cleveland again? They're 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 what, fourth in the East right now. They'll be contenders. It's already written. It's already written. I, yeah. I would go with I would go to conspiracy theory about the, it's already written, but I don't know if you want to go there. It probably is already written. It is, but yeah. sports is already written. I'm not gonna talk about it because that battery might die soon. But the, the last thing I'll say is, oh, Jalen Hurts an apology. I'm sorry. Thank yeah. you for getting Eagles to the playoffs. Um, we can't anoint him yet because you know two years in. But thank you. I apologize. It's all good. Respect. You still a cute though, so I don't respect you. It's like nah, respect. Love the I'm got nothing to do with that. Well, it's like, nah. that's all for episode 79. And we feast. got one more to rock, yo. Yes. One more. That's it for seven, episode seventy nine. One more, one more episode left in the season. Um, all y'all that been here, continue to share. We appreciate y'all. One more to go. Episode seventy nine of Face the Future podcast. It's your boy Mills. It's your boy Shan. Boy Manson Moose. Peace. Oh my God! Is that the faces of the future? <laughs>